Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Jason's going to produce today. We are coming to you live from Columbia, Missouri where the Gators will take on the Missouri Tigers in baseball in a three-game series starting tonight. Uh, <clears throat> we have a lot to do today. We hope to be talking to Missouri baseball coach Steve Beezer uh, in about 10 minutes or so. Uh, a, a lot of things I want to go over at the start, and hopefully it's a good call day. Hopefully it's a good email day because uh, I want to talk a lot of sports with you. First of all, uh, the Gator men's basketball team gets – uh, a transfer. They get guard Kyle Lofton from St. Bonaventure. He earned all A-10 honors each of the last three seasons. 6'3", 185. Uh, good free throw shooter, 82%. Good shooter. I, I think this is the kind of transfer that uh, the Gators need. So good, good job uh, by Todd Golden in getting him. A lot of Gator activity. How about softball? This is what one of my pet peeves is, and I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth here, okay? When you host a show like this, a lot of the calls, a lot of the reaction is based on the last thing you just saw. Very rarely does one look and say, well, you know, the Gator baseball team is playing terribly now. The Gator softball team is struggling now, but there's a whole lot of season left. It's what you see at the time, and I have no problem with that. I just saw the Gator softball team play this past weekend, and frankly, offensively, n- not a whole lot. They, they didn't, and I don't want to say they weren't ready to play. I, I, I don't know that. But just they kind of were going through the motions. I've seen a different softball team. They're hosting the SEC tournament. And I think they want to make sure, A, they play well in front of their home crowd. And, B, that they get the best possible seating they can get for the upcoming NCAA regionals. And that's why they played two really good games. They blew Kentucky out. And now... Uh, they'll play a really good team, the top seed in Arkansas. Want to wish good luck to all the Gator teams involved in postseason. Gator track is at the SEC Outdoor Championships. Lacrosse is hosting a regional today, an NCAA regional, uh, taking on Mercer, I think, at 5 o'clock. Gator men's tennis, uh, number one, hosting North Carolina. Gator women's tennis uh, is also taking on North Carolina. So uh, I hope I haven't forgotten anybody. If I have, uh, forgive me, but that's what's going on there, too. Uh, now, i got to tell you, being around the Gator baseball team today, you know, on, on the flight here, breakfast today, it's a much looser group. It's a much more confident group. And I'm going to tell you something later after talking to the Missouri baseball coach, 
just where Florida has come from to get where it's gotten to now. I think Florida has a really good chance to sweep this series, at least take two. Although, you know, Missouri is still mathematically not eliminated from uh, the SEC tournament, but they're playing literally to continue their season. If they don't make the tournament, they're done. And they have two starting pitchers who have high ERAs, and they have a Sunday TBA coming up. Also today, I was having this conversation. I I ran into somebody here who in Columbia, Missouri, was wearing Gator gear. And I thought maybe it was a parent of a, a, a player or something, and it was not. They live here. And we were talking, and he said, you know, you've been around Gator Sports a long time. Who do you think the worst uh, football coach Florida's ever had? And I said, well, ever is a long time. But in your mind today, as you call in, who do you think the poorest, worst, whatever, football coach for Florida has been in the modern era? Okay? And I would like to know why you think that. Just, just curious. And then, I don't normally get on players, but I got to tell you, we got here yesterday. I walked around. I was trying to get some exercise. Came back, and the Sixers and the Heat were on. James Harden, uh, Joel Embiid, that that guy's a warrior. He was spent. He's beat up, banged up. He was trying last night, but just there's just not much left in his physical tank. But if the Sixers went out and got James Harden to help in a playoff run, he was awful last night. And I mean awful. He looked like he'd rather be on Mars than be in a playoff game last night. And, you know, he's asked out. Uh, he's played his way off of teams. I wonder what the Sixers will do with him. And would you want James Harden on your team? I mean, it's just not pretty to watch them play and watch him play. Also, uh, Dallas. How about Doncic last night? Double-double as <clears throat> they stay alive. And the Lightning stay alive last night. So they force a game seven. A lot of these NBA series are coming down to game sixes or game sevens. Fun to watch. And, you know, it's funny what ESPN does, and I understand why, but they're making such a big deal about the NFL schedule being released. Okay, big deal. Big deal. I mean, I I get there's not a lot to talk about. I, I get that. But my gosh, the Mets won again yesterday. I'm a happy guy. They continue to play good baseball. So we got a lot we can talk about today. Jason's producing. I hope that uh, you will call us up. Numbers to call, 392-8255. And you can email srussell at wruf.com. So that's what we have in store for you today. Uh, also want to congratulate uh, a couple of the Gators softball players 
uh, for making various SEC teams, Skylar Wallace, Cheyenne Lindsey, uh, Hannah Adams. Wallace selected to the All-SEC first team, Lindsey All-SEC second team, and Hannah Adams got a spot on the SEC All-Defensive team. So congratulations uh, to them. Patrick uh, emails and says, for what it's worth, I think people would be interested in hearing your story. Uh, you have a big following, interested in not just uh, not just a few people, just my opinion. This came from yesterday. Uh, thank you, Patrick, where somebody called me and said, you know, hey, maybe somewhere down the line you, you could talk about how you got to where you are, how you, you know, what, what, what was the story that, or the, or the journey that led you, you know, to where you are. Um, you know, may, maybe someday I'll do that, may, maybe over the summer. Um, one thing I will say that I never thought would happen. Uh, next calendar year <clears throat> will mark 25 years of doing Sportsly. And I, I must tell you, I never, ever thought, uh, you know, you, you, you're, that you're doing something uh, for 25 years. And, uh, you know, it, it's been 25 years and longer. Uh, not as long as Mick Hubert, that's for sure, but you know, I, I had the privilege of broadcasting Gator baseball games when I was in college and then doing it again for a few years in the 80s and then didn't do it for a long time and then got back doing it in 1998. Those are, those are fun things. They really are. Um, and I really enjoy, you know, doing this. Uh, I, there are days, obviously, you wish you had, you know, more – people talking sports with you. I think today is going to be <laughs> one of those days, frankly, because there's just not, you know, a lot going on. But I would like to know the, the, the coaching situation, who you think the worst coach in Gator football in the modern era is. And obviously there aren't too many candidates, right? There, there's just not too many candidates. Not that many coaches <clears throat> in the modern era have been let go. I mean, what, what's the modern era? Probably in the 60s. So, you know, Ray Graves, Doug Dickey, uh, you know, Galen Hall, Charlie Pell. It's, uh, not interim coaches, but, you know, coaches that have been here for a while. So um, I'd be interested to th see what you think about that because I think, you know, when you look at Gator history, um, Florida's been pretty – successful you stop and think about it um but there have been bumps in the road as well Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by hayes jewelry hopefully a conversation with missouri baseball coach steve beezer next espn 98.1 fm 850 a.m wruf gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. In 1971, we established the Meldon Law Firm, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice our clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. Good afternoon, I'm Harrison Smadjevitz. Gator Track and Field is competing in the SEC Outdoor Championship. 
Florida seeks its first outdoor title since 2018. Gator Lacrosse is playing host to the national championship. The march to a national title begins with a matchup against Mercer. In further conference action, Gator Softball will play Arkansas in the SEC Tournament Semifinal. The winner will face either Tennessee or Mizzou in the championship game. Coverage is scheduled to start at 5.15. Over on the College Diamond, Gator Baseball travels to Mizzou for a weekend series. Coverage can be found here at 6.55. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Harrison Smadjevitz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sell. You're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this elder's market. Well, the fact is home values are at historic highs. The challenge is you're also probably concerned with the things you can't control, like low inventory, rising interest rates, and you know, just turn on the news. There's other things as well. I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer your home selling questions. That's Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott's got programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees, thousands of buyers creating higher demand and multiple offers. If you need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next home, Scott can help. And you can help yourself stress-free and put you back in control. So your next step? Call Scott Caldwell, 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's BlackCowKOW.com. Black Cow, the mature manure. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What do I love about the water? Reeling in a good catch. Oh yeah, that's a keeper. Teaching the kids to swim in the lake, then pushing them on a rope swing over the creek. And watching the sunset with the family out on the boat. In our life jackets, of course. Discover the joy of being on the water safely. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. This message is brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Visit myfwc.com for tips on how to keep you and your family safe on the water. Our Gator coverage. 
research is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Baseball getting set to host or to uh, play the Missouri Tigers tonight. The Tigers will host the Gators. With us now uh, is the Missouri baseball coach, Steve Beezer. Let's bring him in. Steve, thank you for doing this. Welcome. Okay, Jason, I can't hear him. All right. I don't know what the technical issue is, but I can't hear him. All right, I, uh, Coach, you there? Thing on my end. Yep. Okay, there you go, Coach. Um, thank you for being here. Um, let, let me start with this. I, I know the one-loss record would you'd love to have be better, but I've watched you guys play, and, you know, sometimes you didn't win, but I've always liked the effort of your team. Are you pleased with that as, as the season's going on? Yeah, I think when you look at our team, I mean, the, the biggest thing to be satisfied with is, you know, the really the bounce back from the really difficult year last year and, and the effort that our players give every single time out, you know, I feel like, you know, we we played uh, several games this year, and 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 I, I felt like every single game that they're we were right in uh, those games with a chance, you know, a, a little thing here, a little thing there, uh, that we if we overcome that, then you know we're going to win that ball game. But it's just kind of been, um, you know, we're not we're not getting the victories in conference play uh, that we'd really like to have, but. Uh, we've been very good in non-conference play, and I think that says a little bit about your club. Is you know we're winning those games that we should definitely win, and and we're right there just on the cusp of being able to break through and, and winning conference play as well. Let me ask about your lefty tonight. Uh, you got going. Tell tell Gator fans about him. He's just, I mean, he's a super competitor. Uh, you know, I think that uh, because of some of the things we had some injuries uh, early year, and he had to be kind of thrust into. Uh, that spot to, to throw on the weekend for us at start. Uh, he's he's throwing really well and competes really well. He's he's you know a four pitch pitcher that can use any pitch in any count. And, uh, just you know he he just keeps us in ball games. I think is the best way as a starter. He was pretty dominant as a reliever and he could come in and let it all hang and uh, let it loose for you know, a couple innings. He was doing a really good job there, but I, I really like his makeup. I like what he's been able to do for us and, and just kind of keep keep the game intact to give our offense a chance to score some runs. And then uh, in the Saturday game, you have Spencer Miles, a righty. Tell us about him. Yeah, Miles is, is our most talented uh, pitcher. Uh, he is, you know, a guy that's going to be 95 to 98, uh, you know, and, and then as the game goes, you know, get more in that, that range of 93. But uh, really good fastball, uh, you know, throws two different fastballs, throws, you know, four pitches for strikes, can mix it up and, he hasn't had the success from a number standpoint and, uh, that you would like to see, but you know I feel like he is each time out this year he has improved, he's gotten better, and he's just you know I think he's just a little bit away from really breaking through and and being able to carry a team throughout the course of a game, um, you know because this stuff definitely says that he can do that. Steve, when you uh, <clears throat> see this Gator team on tape, what do you see? Uh, I see a, a very talented. I think when you when you look at some of the names and you see the guys, I see a talented offense that uh, 
you know, when everything's clicking, they're they're as good as anybody in the league. And, you know, same thing on the mound. I know that, um, you know, losing Barco really, that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Like when, when you lose your number one, uh, it puts everybody in a different role and it really changes the dynamic in your, in your uh, pitching staff. So I think that, uh, you know, they it looks like they've found uh, some good answers there and everything's, you know, they've been playing really well and, and the pitching staff's been holding up for them. So, uh, but definitely a team that can score. Uh, they've got some talent on the mound as well. You know, you've been in the league a little bit now. <clears throat> and as I look at the league this year, I mean, there's certainly some teams at the beginning. I don't know if anybody thought Texas A&M would be as good as they are. Schlossnagel's come in there, done a really nice job. Auburn's, you know, been a bit of a surprise. But, Steve, as you look up and down the SEC, is this as strong as you've seen the league from top to bottom? 100%. This is the best that I think the league is, has been. And, you know, I'm in year six now. And, um, you know, I feel like this is one of the best teams that we've had uh, in that time. And I thought in 19 and, you know, 20 of the year we got shut down, I thought was our best team. But, um, you know, this team rivals that. And this team is, is having, a you know, having a tough time in conference play. So uh, that tells me a lot about the strength of the league. And obviously that the transfer portals played into that uh, very large for for many of our schools in our conference of, of being able to, to make some good moves in the transfer portal. I've asked every coach I have talked to about the portal, and I know what the answer is in reality. It's what it is, and you you know, you know deal with it as it is, but are you a fan of it? Do you like it? Uh, I, th- I would say split. I mean, I think it is a good thing. A one-time transfer um, for guys, I think, is um, – is a good thing for the college athlete. I think the tough thing is, is, you know, if there is tampering or there's, you know, there's encouraging, you know, whether you use summer ball players or whatever you do uh, to try to, to steal players off other rosters, obviously that's not a good thing. So I think it's just being able to manage it properly, but um, you know, it gives teams that uh, may have injuries or something like that to build their rosters. And um, I think it's both, you know, it can be both good and bad, but you know, we understand what the rules are and, I think just playing by those rules is kind of what us as coaches have to do. I'm going to end by asking kind of a <clears throat> cliche question, but if you're to win this series, if things are to go well for you, you know, specifically playing Florida, Steve, what's got to go right for you and your club? I think it's, it stems on the mound. I mean, the mound has been the, the most difficult spot for us to stay consistent in. Uh, but, you know, we do feel good about this is the first time this year that we feel like we've had access to, uh, enough healthy guys to, to get through a series. And we know we're facing a very dynamic offense that's going to give us challenges. But I, if, if we can pitch it this weekend, I think we got a really good shot. Okay. Coach, I always appreciate your time. Thank you for making the time. You bet. Thank you. Yes, sir. Steve Beezer, he's been around the Missouri Tigers. He's their head coach, and the Gators will take on the Tigers tonight, tomorrow afternoon, and Sunday afternoon. All right. B.B., emails and uh says i don't know about the worst coach but the most disappointing ever was dan with so much hope and promise initially hate it for coach and for the players um and he said couldn't find it at all wednesday night in the car in gainesville what station broadcast gators softball and where was it at um (laughs) we carry gators softball when there are no conflicts And remember this, what's happened in this tournament 
BB, is that there have we were going to carry games because Florida was supposed to play at 5 o'clock. And then there were extra inning games. There were games that went longer. So sometimes there are that then begins to have conflict with the game. So that's that's the problem. And he says, with so much severe weather occurring across the country, what's the weather for Gator baseball? Uh, last I looked, there was a chance of rain today and a chance of rain Sunday. And Sunday would be the absolute worst. Um, but right now, I can tell you, uh, I'm no meteorologist, but I could look outside. Uh, it's really nice. Matter of fact, we got here today, or yesterday, and it was 94 degrees when we when we landed here. It was really warm. Uh, it, and now today, uh, much more seasonal breezy, too. I'm anxious to see uh, what the wind's going to do. Uh, in terms of the ballpark. For those who don't know, Missouri's uh, field is on a hill. And many times, for whatever the reason, uh, that breeze, if it's blowing out, really helps hitters. And the breeze is pretty stiff today. So uh, we'll kind of see, you know, what happens from here. Um, Paul emails and says, thank you for your 24, soon to be 25 years of sports. And I live in Kentucky now. Still listen to you all I can. Love the program. Feel like I learned more about the Gator programs. As for the worst football coach, it's got to be cheating Charlie Pell. Although while he was in, uh, he was good on the field. Uh, you needed to have lawyers follow him everywhere he went. I thought Ron Zook was horrible at the time, but he was a good recruiter. In hindsight, gives me more favorable opinion of him. I think he just had the misfortune to follow the greatest Gator coach in history. If you're, just, if you're tuning in today, uh, one of the things I'm asking um, is who do you think either most disappointing, worst football coach Florida's had in the modern era? And let's say from Ray Graves up. I mean, look, I'm not going to ask who the best was because there's really two choices, correct? I, I don't know what you could ask anybody else uh, in those two positions. And then you want to talk about NBA, whatever, hope you can because it's going to be a long day in Columbia, if not. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Patriots, if you love this country, then be it. Rock the red. Rock the red. It's a rockin' all-day rally with Eric Trump on stage in Ocala and on the big screen, the bombshell movie 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. Rock the Red is Saturday, June 11th at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. See Eric Trump, Roger Stone, Patrick Byrne, Joe Flynn, and more. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Paid for by Rock the Red Florida. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, 
that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. People who suffer from long-term chronic joint pain spend so much of their time acting, putting up a carefree front. It's exhausting. I was really tired of trying to act like I wasn't in pain because I was in pain all the time. Rick Rawlings didn't want everyone else to know that he was coping with agonizing shoulder pain 24-7. Yes, I had to put on a face <laughs> to cover up my pain. But then Rick found QC Kinetics, offering new lasting treatments for joint pain using natural biologics. Treatments designed to restore and repair joint tissue with no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The results were amazing. I am very glad. It changed my life doing the QC Kinetics. Today, my shoulders feel wonderful. The cranky Rick is gone. He's not grouchy anymore. No more acting. <laughs> feel like yourself again with a call to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are expected to develop through the late afternoon and into the early evening. Mindful of that, if you have any outdoor plans, keep an eye to the sky. Highs today in the low and mid-80s. We'll see highs tomorrow and Sunday in the upper 80s to near 90. Daily chances for isolated thunderstorms are possible. Also, keep in mind, the morning hours with a little bit more humidity could be pushing heavy fog. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Who's the best quarterback in the NFL last two years on third and fourth down? Who's still ascending? Who has the height, speed, arm, accuracy? Who threw 38 touchdowns last year? I'm going to say it right now. Justin Herbert will win I, MVP this I year. I think the reason why Justin Herbert has the challenge is his team needs to win. Max Kellerman, did yeah. you just guarantee that Justin yep. Herbert Herbert's is going to win MVP? Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Russell at WRUF.com. Jason's producing today. Let's talk a little sports for a Friday afternoon. Tony, you're leading off. What's up? Hey, Steve. What's going on, buddy? How you doing, hey, man? Doing well. Um, Steve, uh, it looks like our Subway Series is still uh, off point. We're still good to go for the Subway Series. Two best records in baseball. I so you can sign believe, me up for that. I cannot believe, Tony, the Yankees. Well, I can't believe the Mets are either. But that's a jaded Mets fan. But I'm really surprised <laughs> with the Yankees. 
I mean, they, they, they've yeah. had a fairly easy schedule, but when they played Toronto, they've handled them. Yeah, I mean, yep. it's only May, they've but handled. I hear you. Yeah, the key to Yankees is there is obviously for everybody is is the health, but especially for the Yankees because those because those big boppers have such a history of injury that if you could get them through a whole season somewhat healthy, you know, I mean they could sustain this, you know, but obviously once the grind of the late summer months come on board, that's when the injuries start popping up. So we'll have to wait and see. I was I was watching the game last night on the MLB Network, Steve. And uh, writer Tom Verducci was one of the announcers, and he was saying a lot of interesting things that MLB is doing. First of all, they got a new baseball for this season, and a lot of the the travel distance of the baseball is down by like ten feet. Correct. Um, number one, and then uh, number two is one of the things that they're considering, and this is really radical to me, is putting a limit as to how far the outfielders could play. Yeah, I mentioned that um, so, before. And they're trying to they're trying to increase doubles and triples. Double. And so that they would yeah. have they would have a maximum depth they could play. <laughs> exactly. I mean, hey man, so at least MLB has identified the problem and at least they're trying something and I respect that and they're and they're talking about it and because uh, the game of the nineties and the early two thousands was just so much more fun, you know? And uh, I really miss that, Steve. Steve, with regards to the baseball game that uh, you're going to be at here, you know, this is quite a tough stretch for the Gators to end the season. They're going to play seven games in nine days because next week is the Thursday, Friday, Saturday slot for them. So that's quite a tough stretch. Um, I don't know if you noticed or not, but Schlossnagel at Texas A&M, he actually canceled his midweek game against that powerhouse incarnate word because it wasn't going to help his RPI number one. And number two, he, he just didn't want to tax his, uh, his uh, bullpen this late in the season. Do you yeah. think that that's going to be more relevant? And what do you think about that? That's crazy, huh? Uh, it's unusual. Yes. And if I was incarnate word, I, I wouldn't be too thrilled with that. Um, but look, <laughs> He's not worried about Incarnate Word. He's worried about his team. Now, to be fair, right, everybody's going through the same stretch in the league, right? You're, you're going to play this weekend, a midweek next week, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So everybody's playing this stretch of games. But, you know, that's you know that before the season starts, Tony, so you adapt it. And it also shows that the RPI might be playing a little bit too big of a role in the seeding also by the – committee because if he's canceling games to not because even beating incarnate word he's going to lose rpi slot so just cancel the game don't play it and you're better off that kind of says that the system's a little messed up man uh steve bring home at least two or three and i'll be happy okay, okay. take it easy buddy all right. all right thank you tony let's bring uh tommy to sports scene hi tommy how are you hey steve good afternoon man yes sir <laughs> so i just wanted to bring up the coaches thing that you questioned about yeah about the worst ones in my era and me and my buddy are driving around and i said man let's think about that and he said dan mullen at first but i said not you know just coaching for for the gators like what do you think's the worst in my opinion it would be must champ man now as a human being i love him dearly but we lost to georgia southern under him 
We got waxed by Missouri at homecoming, one of the worst losses in Swamp history, I believe. We never really put a good offensive games together. I believe the first season he was here where we only lost the Georgia game and then got routed by Louisville in the uh, Sugar Bowl there. That was Urban's recruits, not his, in my opinion. And after that, we were had a great defense, but we were always lackluster. We were losing 13-6. to six. We were losing games that we shouldn't have lost. So in my opinion, it would be Muschamp. But I did like him a lot better than a lot of our coaches personally. Um, he's one of the best people I've ever met. Um, and then secondly would be McIlwain because I believe that the SEC East titles, like Dan Mullen believed, <laughs> they didn't amount to anything. I mean, what did they do? We won them. Don't get me wrong. You get the ring. You get you get that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it is something. I was rooting for us to win it, so I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything. But we went and got dog wiped, dog wiped by Bama and then, you know, not really showed up for the bowls that we went to. So that would be my opinion, Steve. Okay. Well, you know, I can understand um, why people would say will because um, it was up and down and – Look, one of the things, though, I've heard about McIlwain, and I get it, okay? Well, you only won the SEC East, and then you got dogged by Alabama. Okay. Well, you got you got to get to Atlanta. So at least – Sure, sure. And, and, look, the East was watered down then. You know, Tennessee, Georgia, you know, that was a watered-down SEC when, you know, Missouri was winning the East, you know, a little bit. So so I understand how you, how you, would, how you would go with Will Muschamp. I see that. Sure, and then with James Harden, he is he is. I have as a competitor. What is he trying to prove, man? Was he trying to prove something last night? You think, like like, hey, if I don't do this, guys, y'all don't have a team without me. I mean, because that's what it seemed like, like just selfish play. I mean, as a competitor, man, I'm I'm throwing my I'm I'm sick of hearing about me not showing up in the in the playoffs. That's always been James Harden, Steve. If you go back to even when he played for Oklahoma City against the Heat, what was he, Ofer? I mean, he was the sixth man of the year and didn't show up in the finals. I mean, his playoff games, and I think I heard he's one in eight in closeout elimination games. He's one for eight in his playoff career, games facing elimination. Like, I mean, it's just like he doesn't, he doesn't care. And nobody's going to give him any money to go anywhere else because nobody wants to play with that turmoil, man. But, yeah, he, Steve, I'll let you get some to more calls, man. I just right. I had to get that out. <laughs> all right, Tommy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank he, you, sir. Yep, yes, sir. Yeah, and, and I mentioned that at the top of the show. I, I, I'm not usually critical of, of players, but just, you know, watching him play last night, you know, poor Joel Embiid trying he's beat up he's spent you know he's he's given everything and Harden just looked you know if and especially if you're supposed to be somebody you're that franchise traded for to take you to the next level no next level Daryl I think Mullen the biggest disappointment as a coach high expectation from fans but as far as Mullen he thought he could just develop players without doing a lot of recruiting. Ask Kirby Smart. What's your opinion of the Gators winning the SEC softball tournament? Um, they could. I mean, look, Florida is capable of beating Arkansas. 
Florida's capable of beating the other two teams that are left. I mean, winning, Florida's won the tournament before. It's, it's, it's a nice feather in your cap. I think the most important thing of this is that you didn't go one and done because then, you know, what is your regional like? Are you hosting? Well, now you've won a couple of games. I think that that, that secures you hosting, and who knows? Can you get top eight? If you do, you're hosting a super regional. So I think that's, uh, Daryl, what was the is, is most important here um, about what Florida is doing. All right, let's get some calls, 392-8255. Again, you can email srussell at wruf.com. As uh, Jason makes sure all the buttons are uh, being pushed right today as we bring you sports scene live from what is right now at least sunshiny uh, Columbia, Missouri. Uh, let's see here. Phil has an email. Uh, he says, Steve, 100% agree about James Harden, a dog, at least for the last few, he didn't. He wanted that of New Jersey and certainly didn't help the Sixers at all in the playoffs. Uh, my question to you is, uh, which of these uh, NBA teams left do you think will be in the finals? Well, I said at the beginning I liked the Heat. I, I, I just I like the way they play. Uh, of course, they're in the Eastern Conference final now. You know, Golden State is an intriguing team, but they're really up and down. And I'm curious to see what they do and what Memphis does without Morant. Um, but Miami was the team that I had the most confidence in. Uh, and then probably Milwaukee. I know they're in the same conference. Because in the West, I, I'm, just not, I'm just not sure. But thank you for the email. Uh, excuse me, Philip. Um, says, Steve, you're going to talk about Gator baseball. What was the point you were going to make? Thank you, Philip. I had forgotten it. Um, I will do that when I get back because I'm going to give the argument, make the argument to you that Kevin O'Sullivan has actually done one of his better coaching jobs this year. 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Bell. Gators track and field are competing at the SEC Outdoor Championships today. It is the second day of the event, which runs through the weekend. The team is seeking its first title win since 2018. The fifth-ranked Gators softball team enters the semifinals of the SEC tournament and go head-to-head with the number-one-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks tonight. The winner of tonight's game faces the winner of Tennessee and Missouri in the final. Coverage is scheduled for 5:15. The Gators baseball team heads to Columbia to visit the Missouri Tigers. Florida is 7-1 in their last eight games, outscoring opponents 67-25. Coverage of that game is scheduled for 6:55. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um. I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, find the lyrics. Start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ed Council and Pivotal Ventures. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room. And play my games in the den. 
And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! This flutist can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed in certain cases. Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. You've got bugs. What's your move? A rattly can? Or a simple spritz? Bugs near your kids and pet? Will it be ingredients you can't pronounce? Ew. Or essential oils. <sighs> Bother the bugs, not your family. Zevo uses essential oils, which attack bugs' biological systems, so Zevo kills bugs, plus is safe for use around people and pets when used as directed. Zevo, people-friendly. Bug deadly. Now at a store near you. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but you see... Our ladies like theirs covered in dirt and chalk. Play ball! We are your home for Gators softball. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. On Deck with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell, Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Looking over the pitching rotations, Florida is going sophomore, freshman, redshirt, sophomore. Only Vanderbilt has a somewhat younger rotation for this weekend. Vandy, when they play at Arkansas, that might be the series of the weekend. They've got a freshman a freshman, and a junior pitching. Florida right now is in good shape because they play some teams that are not playing very well right now in Missouri and South Carolina after that gauntlet that Florida went through. But remember, Florida lost its top pitcher. Hunter Barco is done. And yet, Florida, unless they just collapse here, is going to make a regional. That's hard to do. And I know what you're going to say. If, you, if you're all that, if you recruit well, you know, it should be okay. Well, you know, how many teams lose a number one and, you know, survive? So I get it. Is this the season that the so-called experts thought Florida would have? No. The pitching's starting to come around. 
these young freshmen are starting to figure it out. And who, who would have thought Nick Pogue would earn the third starting spot? And now some of the freshman relievers are finding their – think of what the rotation was week one. That's the other point I want to make here. Hunter Barco, gone. Pierce Coppola, gone, injured. And Timmy Manning, who has been ineffective. That was your week one pitching rotation. It, it, I'm telling you, 56 games doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. And that, if nothing else, certainly makes the point. If you're just tuning in. Oh, by the way, the rest of the uh, SEC this weekend, Georgia at Tennessee, that is the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, Tennessee won the first game, and they beat, well, the starting pitcher for Georgia was former Gator Nolan Crisp. Alabama is at Auburn. Again, I think the series of the weekend, Vanderbilt at Arkansas. Kentucky is at South Carolina. Big series for both teams as they fight to be able to make the SEC tournament. Ole Miss at LSU, same thing for Ole Miss. They are trying to, to just get to Hoover. And think about it, Ole Miss at one point was ranked number one in the country. And Mississippi State, fresh off being spanked at home against Florida, is at a very resurgent Texas A&M. And you heard the previous caller say uh, that uh, Coach Schlossnagel has canceled a midweek game. And he's only announced one pitcher. Uh, their sophomore righty, uh, Detmer, is going to is going to go tonight. And they've got TBAs and TBAs. He understands. I mean, Schlossnagel was a really good coach and is a good coach. And his focus is certainly the postseason. All right, let's get some calls. Let's talk a little sports here. I know it's not a big day today, but. What do you think of the Gator basketball transfer? By the way, what do you think of the job Todd Golden has done so far? This is what gets me, and I want to see if you agree with this. Remember when Mike White lost all those players from his team, and immediately these phone lines were filled with Gator fans saying, what the heck, what's going on, you know, blah, 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 right? Then White bring some transfers in, and history shows that even though, because Florida was one of the first to announce the transfers that left, a lot of other schools in the league had kids who left. So fans kind of saw that, right? Well, now you have Golden slowly, you know, building up, getting his team ready. But isn't it funny that this new guy, is being given benefit of the doubt. And I understand that. You want to give a coach benefit of the doubt to see, you know, how they're going to do. But it is kind of interesting to me uh, how that works out. Uh, All right, a couple of emails here. Um, Let's get to Jacob. Uh, Jacob says, Steve, love the show. Uh, I'll make three points. One, James Harden. I'm, he's an, I'm a closet Sixers fan. Get rid of him. Not going to help the team. Stinks. In the, he may be great in the, in the regular season. Stinks in the postseason. Number two, agree with your point. 
I think Gator fans, including myself, sometimes forget when you lose a top pitcher and you lose the talent Florida lost that people just expect them to reload. It sometimes takes time. And number three, uh, he asked how far can Gator softball go. (laughs) You know, a lot of anything is based on who you match up with. You know, who do they get in the regional? For baseball, I have seen where Florida at different points has, is being sent to Miami, is being sent to Notre Dame, and believe it or not, is being sent to Georgia Southern. Good old Statesboro, Almond Brothers fans, right? So, and, and as a two seed. Well, same with softball, right? Are you hosting? Who's in your regional? So, but but look, Florida doesn't have, at least for the course of the year in softball, a lot of long ball capability. So they kind of have to scratch out their runs. And if they don't hit the long ball, then they've got to get good pitching. And they've had that for the majority of the year. So I do think if they can get good pitching, they always defend well, then, uh, you know, they've got a shot. And if they happen to get hot hitting the long ball, well, then that'll be even better. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Bill, uh, with an email, he said, uh, he said, Steve, I have a, a question for you. In all the years you've done sports scene, uh, you've never talked about preparation. How do you prepare to uh, bring us a show every day? It's great. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. And because it's a slow day, I guess I'll tell you. First thing I do is try to figure out what may be talk show worthy. Understanding that in Gainesville, Florida, the NBA, National Hockey League, Major League Baseball, the NFL just don't resonate a great deal. That's just how it is. So now sometimes there's a great national subject. NIL, uh, recruiting, tampering. But Gainesville, Florida is about college athletics and more specifically college football. Nobody calls and says, how about Gator men's tennis? Nobody calls and says, how about that swimming team? They just don't. And I'm not saying that's bad. That just doesn't peak the needle on a show like this. So you've got to – and – this time of the year when there isn't any football at all. Like the NFL just announced its schedule, and ESPN is making it like the Pope is coming to town. Around here, absolutely nobody cares. Nobody. Hey, how about the Bucks schedule? Nobody, nobody cares. So this time of the year, the thought process becomes one of three things. A, get a lot of guests. B, take vacation. In the summertime, we do. And C, even reduce the, the length of the show for summertime. Because if not, you're doing what I'm doing right now. You're, you're kind of struggling a little bit to find stuff and try to get some stuff. That's why I thought today when I asked about the worst coach you know, in Gator football, that might sort of hit the needle. Uh, it hasn't, really. And let's face it, again, unless you're – if you're an MLB fan, if you have a particular team you like, great. If you're following Gators in the pros, 
that's great. But at this juncture of the year, you know, not too many people are going to call and say, wow, the Angels are in first place or the Cubs are horrible or whatever like that. That's just not going to make it. So I hope that answers the question, but that's what kind of goes into it. And then when you call uh, and try to get guests, you can't always get them. They're busy. Now, I will tell you this. Next Tuesday, Chris Dorian's going to be in studio. And I'm hoping you'll call him and talk a little college football and SEC with him. That's why I'm having Chris there. Obviously, you see him on uh, the SEC network, and he's been kind enough to come to the studio that day. Uh, he'll be there on Tuesday, and we could talk not just Gator football, but his perspective of, you know, SEC teams as we get set for summer camp and then the start of the season. So Chris will be here um, on Tuesday and looking forward to that. And then, you know, we try to get guests sometimes. You know, I try to get a, a softball guest from ESPN because the tournament was on. We They didn't provide any. So sometimes it's a matter of who you ask for and, and then sometimes don't get. That's just how it is. This hour, however, Steve Beezer, the Missouri baseball coach, joined us. I want to thank him for his time and talking about his team. And then, you know, we are literally now in the home stretch. Three games this weekend, Florida State Tuesday, and then South Carolina at home, and then it's the postseason. That's really hard to believe, but that's how it is. That's our first hour, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Come back and join us for Hour 2. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Protect your hard-earned savings from inflation with Radiant Credit Union's Adjustable Rate Certificate. Many investors are waiting and watching as interest rates continue to climb, but inflation could be eating away the value of your savings. Our new Adjustable Rate Certificate lets you invest now, knowing that twice each year, your rate will automatically adjust to keep up with interest rates. Learn more at radiantcu.org protect. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. baseball team is set to play the Missouri Tigers in a three-game series. Jason producing the broadcast today. I, I will tell you there is a chance of rain later on, and it is starting to cloud up a little bit, uh, even since the time uh, we got on air here. Um, it's gotten a little more cloudy. They say the chances of rain are on uh, today and on Sunday. Uh, let's hope not, because that would really put a monkey wrench into things. We will uh, take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Just a reminder, we uh, are hoping that softball will start on time. Softball taking on Arkansas at 515, and then right after that, uh, it'll be Gator baseball coverage. So I want to let you know how that plan is going to go. Let's get calls. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to be honest today. I wish there was more I could bring you in terms of things to talk about, but there, it, it's hard today because most of what there is to talk about is either Gator-related because there's so much uh, Gator sports going on or, frankly, national. Right, uh, the Rays will be taking on the Blue Jays this week, and the Rays back at home after a West Coast trip. The Lightning managed to win last night. They forced Game Seven with Toronto. The Heat move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and again, a lot of Gator sports today um, with lacrosse hosting an NCAA Gator men's and women's tennis in the NCAA tournament. Gator track at the SEC Outdoor Championships, and, of course, 
Gators softball with the SEC tournament and uh, baseball here. So that's what's taking place. All right. Jason, wave a magic wand here. Maybe we can get the phones to get going here. I did mention, I thought this was actually going to be a pretty good topic today, uh, who you thought was the most disappointing Gator football coach or the worst Gator football coach uh, in the modern era. I want to get your thoughts and see who you would think that would be. Um, So far, Dan Mullen has gotten the most votes. And I see that, understand that. Um, But I want to get your thoughts as well and see what you think. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to get to a couple of emails here, but I hope uh, we can get some people to talk little sports today. And, uh, again, I want to thank Jason for manning the phones today. Harold emails, most disappointing coach without question in my mind is Will Muschamp. Up and down, too many things that didn't go right. As somebody earlier said, nice guy, but he is definitely um, the most disappointing. Okay, I understand that. Let's see here. Daniel, uh, he answers the question and says, Jim McElwain uh, wasn't a great coach and a wise guy. He said, one thing I will say, though, that's changed in my mind, he could recruit. And he said, it's interesting that you look back and you think about some of the guys he put in the pros, he could recruit. And I think that's true. I really believe that. Uh, All right, let's get some calls. We'll start with Jeff. Jeff, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you? All right. Thanks for calling. Good. Um, I guess to answer your question off the bat, the one the question is the most disappointing. Is that the word? Disappointing or worst, depending on how you want to, whatever adjective you want to put in there. Okay, I'll go with disappointing, and and I'll I will say um, Mullen was for the fact I had a lot of high hopes when he came in, but and I really liked him as a guy, but it, as a coach, it just seemed like something was just not right. The, the last year we, you know, we had him here, and it's just, I, I don't know, it just, I can't put my finger on it, but it's just, it was something, he didn't have control of the team or something, I don't know, it, maybe burnout, I, I, I'm not sure. So well, that, a lot of people, he, he's, he's the leading vote getter, if you will, um, and, and I think because of the use of the word disappointing, mm-hmm. that's where I think a lot of people are using him because they thought when he was hired, you know, he might be, he might do a better job. Sort of pick up where we went and just keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah that that yeah. was my hope too. But I mean, like I said, I really liked him as a guy and all, but, but just something, I mean, it was this, uh, I don't know if it was just, I, I can't put my finger on it, but it, he, he didn't have the, the it factor to pull it through. And, and the, the thing that upset me the most, I guess, about last year's season was, our best game was a loss, you know, I mean, with to Alabama, you know, I mean, and I'll, I'll never figure out about that two-point play. I mean, what was called there? I mean, I mean, should Emory have let go of it or should he just, you know, I don't know. They were trying to get one point apiece or something. I don't know how that went. But um, that was that was my take on that anyway. Well, sometimes, you know, it, it, it's kind of crazy to say this. 
But sometimes you can have a coach be successful or not, and then it comes down to did a ball play succeed or not. You know, if you beat Alabama instead of losing to Alabama, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, it's definitely some big brownie points for sure. Sure. So, I mean, but, you know, hey, water under the bridge now. I hear you. Uh, Listen, the first thing I called was I was going to ask you about Derek Judd. I've noticed that Sully's done some mixing up a little bit. You know, we got Sterling at second stuff. Derek Fabian? Uh, Yes, I'm sorry, Derek. Yes, I'm sorry. Thank you, Fabian. Yeah, and and he's he's like he took him out of the mix. I, I, is is something going on there? No. Okay. Um, I think Derek had struggled um, offensively. Certainly, um, I think he was a little physically tired, and uh, he made a change. It doesn't mean that's going to be permanent, but I think in the short term, you know, doing that, moving Thompson to second base. Uh, had, I think has paid dividends. He's put Evans in the outfield. Evans has hit. Caglione, you know, has hit as the DH. And, you know, Sully's one of those guys, if if you hit, you find a way to get yeah. in the lineup. And that's yeah. what he's done with those guys. Okay. Well, I, I was kind of, you know, I mean, uh, Derek was doing, you know, fair to me. So I was just, you know, kind of concerned about, you know, but did something happen that I didn't know about? But, nope. Nope. Okay. Okay. Cool. What time do the girls play softball today? Uh, Airtime's 515. Excellent. Thank you. Have a great okay. day. Yep, thank you. Let's get uh, Stuart next. Stuart, welcome. Uh, welcome, Steve. Uh, welcome to Columbia, huh? <laughs> um, I like it here. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like it here. I've always liked Columbia. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty part of the country. It is, no doubt. Um, but uh, a couple quick things for you. Um, Buddy Reed got released from the A's on Wednesday. Which is too bad. I thought he may have been called up, but he got released. Which is odd only hitting. when you're in AAA. But maybe yep. they just feel he's not in their long-term plans. Uh, that's exactly what the the web or the page said. Uh, he's only batting like uh, 190 after 56 at-bats, and they said that they've given him every opportunity, and they just feel he's a, a four-tool guy. He just can't hit. So... Um, I had not, and the Cubs don't suck, by the way. They're just not playing well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, but, <laughs> okay. But, but, but real quickly, um, I didn't hear that rule and hadn't read it yet about them talking about limiting the depth that an outfielder can play in Major League Baseball. Yes, th- th- that's being discussed, yes. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, that's base. look. I think baseball probably is the slowest sport to change. And that's a two-edged sword. You know, if you talk about baseball, traditionalists love baseball. It's been the same way for a 1,000 years. Fine. But now it just seems they're doing everything all at once. You know, the the different baseballs, they're going to change the distance of the base or make the bases bigger to reduce the distance to the bases, to encourage more stolen bases. They're talking about, you know, the outfielders being restricted, taking away the shifts. So they're at least they're looking at the game and looking at it and saying, we need to make some change, and let's hope the players go along with it. Yeah, I was going to say, and throwing different things out on the wall to see what sticks, you know, with the Players Association and what and the owners. Yeah, but I just I, I have been like you for a long, long, long time. Uh, I was born a Red Sox fan and chose the Cubs in 1970, 
and I have been against the DH and the NL forever. But I can honestly tell you, putting both leagues on an equal playing field and not seeing John Lester or somebody else running down first base, I think over maybe by the time we get to the All-Star break, we'll start seeing more of value of the DH and the National League regarding pitchers' injuries and such that I think that I, I, I'm beginning to say, okay, I'm with it on both sides. Yeah, you know, as somebody who pitched, I, I've always liked when pitchers got up there and then got a hit. That was kind of cool. But it's pretty yep. obvious that most pitch, most pitchers are not good hitters, and it's painful. So, again, if you want more offense in the game and you want more balls put in play, which is what fans seem to want, get the pitchers the heck out, put another guy in there and let them hit. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and in a situation with, like, look at uh, Vogelbeck, who came up with the Cubs. They released him because he was too fat. Kyle Schwarber. Um, who we saw play here when Indiana came in. You know, it's going to prolong those guys' careers like they did in the American League. The guys that couldn't run, you know, run the outfield or play a position but were great hitters can stay on an extra three or four years and provide that excitement and offense. And so I, I guess uh, still slightly reluctant because I miss the old 70s small ball National League play, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this with the D.H., Okay, I appreciate anyway. your call. Yep, thank you. Thanks. Go, yes, go Gators. All right, thank you. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Gators softball team faced off against the number one ranked Arkansas Razorbacks in the semifinals of the SEC tournament. The winner of tonight's game will face the winner of Missouri and Tennessee in the final. Coverage begins at 5.15. Gators baseball hits the road and visits the Missouri Tigers tonight. The Gators are 7-1 in their last eight games, scoring a total of 67 runs. Coverage begins at 6.55. Florida women's tennis travels to North Carolina to square off against the Tar Heels. They are 11-3 outside of conference play and 6-1 and on the road this year. That match kicks off at 4. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online at secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. If you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this seller's market. Fact is, home values are at historic highs. The challenge is, you're also probably concerned with the things you can't control. Low inventory, rising interest rates, and, well, just turn on the news. You get the picture. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell. That's why I strongly recommend you call the agent I trust to help you answer your home selling questions. Scott Caldwell with your home sold guaranteed realty. Scott has programs and solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees and thousands of buyers creating higher demand and multiple offers. Need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next home? Yes, Scott can help you sell stress-free and put you back in control. Your next step is to call Scott Caldwell at 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung, outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics, growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith raving about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Paul, we got about uh, what a little more than a half an hour left. Three nine two eight two five five, and uh, you can email s russell at wruf.com. And now I can't get to my email, so oh boy. Hopefully, this will be okay. Um, but I do have a, <clears throat> an email from Bob. And he said, Steve, I know it's not Gator football season, but I do have a question about the the defense. Which part of the defense do you think could be the strongest? Wow. Um, The thing I can't 
get out of my mind here, Bob, is Florida gave up a lot of yards on the ground. They up front is where I, I think they, they got to get some help. But you, you would hope uh, Gervon Dexter, it, you know, he's, I think he's going to be a junior now at tackle. That should help. Um, I'm hoping they get a couple of guys that knows that'll help them. But I, I just don't know. Uh, that's going to be my first question up front. Brenton Cox was hurt a lot last year. You know, he decided to come back. And then uh, Princely is going to be there at defensive end. I, I really like Justice Boone a lot. I think he's going to be a good player. Uh, but I think Florida at the back end has a chance to be pretty good. And there's a lot of guys with experience that back. And uh, that could certainly help, Bob. So uh, I hope that helps. Um, all right. I want to put Jason to work here. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. And then, you know, if you go to linebacker, there's there's some pretty good names here. I mean, if you if you look at Ventrell Miller and Derek Wingo, Amari Bernie, I, I know some people have been in and out with him, but Black is the guy that I think has a real chance to make an impact. And in the secondary, you know, Helm, Jaden Hill, I, I like Jason Marshall's raw ability. Can he take the next step? We'll see. But I, And then at safety, Trevez Johnson is there. Uh, I think Jadarius Perkins is there. Trey Dean, Torrance. So they've got, they've got some options there. So I, I, I like what the defense could do, and that's just, you know, top of my head here. Uh, all right, let's get a call here. Is it Noel? Is that correct? Steve, it's Noel. Lakers. Noel, yes, sir. Hi, Noel. Hey, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, really enjoy your program. Uh, I think you're just about right on about everything you talk about and really appreciate what you do for the sports community at the university. Thank you. Um, wanted to uh, throw my two bits in about uh, Mullen. Uh, when he first uh, was coming here, uh, my wife and I were so excited. We thought he was really going to uh, turn the, the team around. Uh, and after Kraft's uh, first season, after Felipe was hurt, uh, you know, we thought, oh, boy, you know, we've really arrived. Um, but, but, you know, the drop-off of last year was, as last year was just, uh, it was, it was stupefying. And I think Dan, there was, I don't think Dan was in tune with the current generation of kids. I don't want to diss them. I don't know. There was something going on there. And I, I have no idea what it is. What do you think? I don't know that he wasn't in tune with this generation. Um, I, I don't know if it was that. Look, what made, in my opinion, what made Dan Mullen good also was a detriment. If, if you think Dan Mullen's cockiness, some call it arrogance, well, Urban Meyer had that, right? Yeah. Urban Meyer had that big time. You know, Saban has that somewhat, you think? 
Well, yeah, but in other words, if that's what makes you successful, right. it was also Urban Meyer's downfall, right, when he went to Jacksonville. You know, that, yeah. that arrogance, that, you know, my way, well, that doesn't work in the NFL. That doesn't, and he failed to understand that. Now, to your point about today's player, if now all these things have come out about how the Gators weren't being, you know, fed well, uh, the parking situation was a mess, you know, all of that. The living the living places weren't great. Um, so did he not change with that? Did he stubbornly cling to that? Yes. I will tell you, and I mentioned this earlier, what if Florida had won that Alabama game instead of narrowly lost it? Right, exactly. Would, would we be talking the same thing we're talking today? Would Billy Napier even be here? I don't know. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, but stories like that about how Dan took care of the team, um, they boggle my mind. I mean, what coach wouldn't want his team to have, you know, the best meals available for athletes, especially during the season, uh, and have a appropriate, you know, accommodation for student athletes and all those sort of things. Uh, I I didn't understand that. Not if that's the true case. Do you know if that's true? I say that again. I'm sorry. Do you know if uh, it's actually true that the conditions the athletes had weren't the best? Again, I think that's subjective, right? If, right. if you yeah. the yeah, way the way, for example, the the um, new facility, right? Most people thought that was needed, that because Florida was not keeping up with the Joneses, and the knock on Florida has been that they get to it too late. That you know, and, and I will say this: I've said it before. When things were going great with Urban Knoll and they were winning, Florida kind of set on its hands. Things were going great. People were buying tickets. The Gators were winning. You know, we don't need to be at the top of the chain. Well, uh, history shows you that doesn't last forever, and Florida got caught. And so Dan Mullen did ask for some things, but I think Dan Mullen thought, you know, hey, we don't need everything. Now we'll see what Billy Napier brings. I have one point on this. Do you remember Steve Spurrier's attitude about coaching, uh, recruiting? If they don't want to be a gator, well, too bad. Somebody else will be. Well, but that's – you can't have and, – and I and I think that's exaggerated with with Steve. It really is. I heard I, him, I've heard him say it right, you know, back in the day. Say exaggerated, like however. Okay? Well, if you well, did that all the time, you, you, you know, you wouldn't get people. But, I mean, I, well, I get the point. Well. And it's different now. Kids now are way different than what they yeah. were yes, with Coach Furrier. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, Noel, I appreciate your call. Thank That's you, good. sir. Really a pleasure talking to you, Steve. All right, good thank job. you. Let's bring Goodbye. Tamika here very quickly. Tamika, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, how you doing today? Hello, how are you? I'm good. I was just calling because I know that you talk about my grandfather and my uncle to let everybody know that the late Mr. Willie Fred Towers has passed away today. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, the senior. 
Yeah. Not the son, but the, yes, the I, father, I, I, my I grandfather. He passed away today. Sorry to hear that. And I know he was a legend, and he did a lot in sports and everything in his baseball career. So I just wanted to let everybody know that he took his wings today. Thank you, Tamika. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Okay. Have a nice day. Sad. You too. Yep, but thank you. Yes, sir. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Half an hour left. Still plenty of time to hear from you, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What I'll eat, I just don't know. Hey, Bob Rose here, and every time I look at the menu at Copper Monkey West, that's what I say to myself. They have so many delicious options, it's hard to decide. Should I get the chicken pot pie pasta with chunks of tender white chicken with veggies and rotini pasta in creamy chicken and cheddar cheese sauce? Oh, yeah. Or maybe one of their USDA choice steaks, like the 12-ounce Certified Angus New York Strip. Maybe it's the black and red fish over wild rice with veggies. So delicious. And, of course, there's always the legendary Copper Monkey West Burgers, voted best in the area numerous times. You know, that's the thing, because whatever I end up choosing, I know the service will be top-notch. Because warm smiles and friendly faces make for a wonderful dining atmosphere. Is that what you're looking for? Good food, good service, good people? Well, it's all at Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. I'll see you there. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell. Leave it up to my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty, to come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers don't get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's Trade In and Trade Up program, sellers never find themselves stuck and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has the buyers, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means more money for you. Trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more. Call 352-209-0000, 352-209-0000, or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Scattered showers and thunderstorms are expected to develop through the late afternoon and into the early evening. Mindful of that, if you have any outdoor plans, keep an eye to the sky. Highs today in the low and mid-80s. We'll see highs tomorrow and Sunday in the upper 80s to near 90. Daily chances for isolated thunderstorms are possible. Also, keep in mind, the morning hours with a little bit more humidity could be for some cotton fog. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. What if Tom Brady isn't a good broadcaster? I throw that out there. That's one of those, oh, by the way, uh, is Tom going to be good at this? 
He's going to be doing big games. People are going to expect him to be great. There have been some great football players who weren't great broadcasters. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you can tell us how to do it. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida. And you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, Dan Patrick actually gave me uh, a show idea, especially for this time of the year. Because Monday, I want you to think about this, marinate this uh, over the weekend. And let me know what you think. Who are some broadcasters that you think are, I'm sorry, athletes that are not good broadcasters? Not. Okay? I mean, look, I think we can. We know that uh, Troy Aikman and you know people like that are good. Okay? But historically, there have been a lot of athletes that have been broadcasters. So Monday... Think about this over the weekend and tell me on Monday, what athletes do you think did not make good broadcasters? In the meantime, we'll take your calls for the next half hour or so, 392-8255, and email srussell at wruf.com. Glennon Ocala says, always had a theory, offensive-minded coaches don't care about the defense other than get me the damn ball. However, defensive-minded coaches can't resist interfering with the offense. Muschamp had some of the absolute best offensive coordinators and wouldn't cut him loose. He was the rebirth of Woody Hayes and that he wanted every game to be 14-10. I think when you have a mindset that you're a defensive guy, then I do think you think like that. And remember, Will, in my opinion, was at just the beginning of, of this, you know, offensive explosion we've seen in college football. Was he slow to react to it? Probably. Now, you think he, now he's not the head coach, but he's got a championship ring uh, as a defensive coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. So, but yeah, I I see the point. I do. Um, Thank you for that. And then William emailed, and he was basically asking um, about the uh, talk that we had when it came to um, Judd Fabian, because he had asked about uh, what do you think about putting uh, Lankford in the leadoff spot, and I suggested Judd Fabian, and he said, basically said, why would you think that? And if I were GM Steve Russell, would I draft Judd Fabian in the first or second round? The reason I said Fabian in the leadoff spot was because he has cut down his strikeouts. He does have a good eye. And you can get on base and yet, you know, hit the long ball. Well, Wyatt Lankford has done that really, really well. 
and he's a good base runner too. So putting Langford there has certainly worked out. No question um, when it comes to that. Now, would I draft Fabian first or second round? Here's what you have to ask yourself. If you're a scout, okay, has Fabian cut down, has he worked to cut down on his strikeouts? Yes, he has. He's done that. Okay, I don't think anybody would question that. All right? Now, what about then hitting against good teams? This year, a lot of Judd's numbers have come against poorer teams. I think that's true. Okay? So now, then what do you do when it comes to, you know, that situation? Do you, do you think you can fix it? Do you think you can take the raw ability of Judd Fabian and take him? I wouldn't take him in the first round. No, I would not. Um, I'd be reluctant to take him in the second round. In the third round, I would. Because you can you can see he's a terrific center fielder. So, yeah, that's where I would draft him. I would not draft him first or second round, specifically is what he asked. Copper Gator, you're next. Hello. Um, you know, I'll piggyback off that. I wasn't going to call and talk about that for the minute, but I'll piggyback off that. You know, when we talked about Judd last year as a, as a consistent All-American before the preseason started, he was one of only two in the nation that were that were voted unanimous preseason All-Americans. And his stock dropped, his, his, his draft stock dropped enormous. And coming back this year, everybody thought it might have been a mistake. But, you know, I think the year playing with his brother and, and coming back for the love of the game and, and enjoying it a little more, you can see he's having a little more fun, that it's, that it's bringing back a different attitude. He, he's one of the few players that's gained stock drafts by playing the extra year, even though he loses the leverage of wherever he's selected, he has to go. He does not get to wait out a year. He can't make a negotiation of a contract to go, I want two or three million or four million. I believe you're right in the in late second, early third, but he's a, he's got a huge upside. If you look at the, the MLB right now, it's about power and about OBS. And those are the two things he excels at. He gets on base and he hits home runs. They don't care about averages, they don't care about strikeouts. They don't care about anything else, and you can contest that. Yes, but I still think, even though MLB does lean to that now without any question, I think the issue, and and I'm I'm going to give you a different example with Buddy Reed, okay? Yeah. We all knew what a great defender Buddy Reed was, how he had great speed, okay? My question of Buddy Reed as a big leaguer was, Will he hit enough? He got to AAA, but then he was released. So does another team pick him up? We'll see. With Judd Fabian. Well, and that's the thing, too, is. With with Fabian, Coppergator, I think the question scouts have got to answer is, he's a terrific defender, okay, and he's got raw power and will hit for power. But will he hit enough? Is he going to hit, you know, 230? With 25 homers, is that going to be good enough? Will he strike out too much? And, again, we all know what big league hitters do in terms of striking out. That's yeah. going to be the big question mark. Well, and, and I'll give you three examples of guys, you know, you mentioned there. But you had Dendecker, was an animal in the center field, was great out there. He made it to the Mets. 
but he didn't he didn't hit he didn't hit enough power and didn't get on enough to stay in the league, which you know got hurt. I think he got hurt too and got dropped down and never made it back in. Another one too on that list is Harrison Bader. I mean, Harrison Bader is is made it to Cincinnati, uh, St. Louis and is a staple in center field there. He doesn't have the power, but he has the raw talent and is playing across the field. If if Judd can match what Bader's doing, you know, hitting wise, what you're saying, he will stay up there. And then lastly, you could be like Mike Zanino and be a utility guy who's hitting 30 home runs and then wins the World Series last year with an average in, at the Mendoza line. So there are those ranges. But the thing that I was really calling about, Steve, was it, I know your your fan base that listens right now isn't much of a hockey a hockey group that listens. But if you're not watching this Tampa Bay Maple Leafs series right now, you're missing out on one heck of a series, man. And, and it's going to Game 7 on Saturday night, and it's going to be electric. It's, it's been terrific. And and I got to tell you, um, as a kid, for what I was always a Rangers fan, but my yeah. next favorite team was Toronto. And don't ask me why. I just you know, they had they had a guy named Davey Keon. I liked him, and they were you know one of the charter members of the league. Blah blah blah. But yeah, Toronto yeah. just hasn't won anything in such a long time. You know, I'm kind of rooting for them. Uh, you know, I don't want them to beat Tampa. I don't want them to beat yeah. the Rangers if they play. But if they play anybody else, you know, I, I hope they do well. But a heck of a series. Yeah, and, and I, yeah, and, and I'll get off after the statement. Um, you know, Toronto's fan base is it's almost like the Steelers in football or like Boston in basketball. They're the they're the blue blood of hockey, and they have their fan base is just unmatched in in that sense with with the diehard fans and they're yearning for just a win, just just to get somewhere. And I know you have a summer coming up. You want to talk about something that's terrible is the NHL's decision to ruin the way they seeded their playoffs. And I'll let you talk about that later, Steve, and go Gators, and we'll talk to you, man. Okay. Thank you for your call, Copper Gator. Appreciate it. Um, all right. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Dr. Gill says uh, he thinks Judge Sell has a year after this season to come back and can negotiate. Uh, let's see. Steven says you want to bring excitement to baseball make these players earn their home runs when Cobb won the triple crown in 1909 all nine of his homers were inside the park is there any more exciting play than an inside the park home run or a steal of home ballparks have foul territory to the right left and behind home plate why shouldn't all territory outside the diameters of a ballpark be considered foul it should be left to the discretion of the teams whether they want to bring their fences in or move them back it is it is, whether they want 37-foot green monsters or higher or lower. But whatever is hit over that outside fence will be a foul ball. Anything hit off the wall will, of course, be in play. No more launch angle. More players driving the ball, running hard. I get excited thinking about it. Better athletes being drafted and playing the game. Steve, that may be, but, you know, remember the old Braves uh, promo, chicks dig the long ball? I understand there is something exciting, but if that were the case, then why wouldn't more fans clamor for their stolen base? The Ricky Hendersons, the Lou Brocks. I don't get that sense. I think, Steve, older fans maybe think that way, not the younger ones. I'd be interested if a younger fan, um, though, has something to say about that. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment from Columbia coming up, ESPN 
98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Gators softball team looked to topple the number one Arkansas Razorbacks this evening. The Gators were swept at home the last time these two teams met in April. Skylar Wallace leads scoring for the Gators with 68 runs. Coverage is scheduled for 5-15. The Florida baseball team head north to Columbia to visit the Missouri Tigers. They look to improve their 11-13 conference play record. Coverage of that game is scheduled for 6-55. The Gators men's tennis team take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament. They previously beat both New Orleans and Miami 4-0. The Gators are 25-2 on the season and have won their last 20 matches. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Don't go through another summer with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now. Hey, it's Steve Russell. That pain in your back, your knees, your shoulder, it can now be treated with the latest in precision medicine using natural biologics. Growth factors that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Really exciting stuff here. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, giving you access right here to this modern-day joint pain solution. You can get lasting joint pain relief with no drugs, no steroids, no downtime, and no surgery. You've heard Emmett Smith rave about QC Kinetics. You've read or seen other high-profile people talking about it. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics can help you get your life back. Take action now. Get a free consultation. Powerful, effective joint pain treatments with natural biologics are here. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Now with offices in Ocala and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast so you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. (sighs) All of them, including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Requires Panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live radio show, and the Veterans Making a Difference program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gainesville Lake City and Ocala. Living with a body of water right outside your home sounds delightful until these boogers start showing up. Mosquitoes aren't just annoying, they can carry deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. But with Summit Mosquito Dunks, you can have your pond without all the worry. Simply drop a Summit Mosquito Dunk into standing water and kill mosquito larvae for 30 days or longer. Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, fish, and wildlife. So it's just that that stop hanging around. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. 
all things football. 63 yard touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN a third round pick he's not a leadoff hitter in college ahead of Langford uh, as he's batting 50 points lower Judd really doesn't hit good pitching if he could find the stats I think he would lead the nation in leading men on base during the last three years in college baseball I don't know that that's true but uh, he has great bat speed and someone might teach him how to make more contact uh, in the pros well Bob I'm going to say this to me as I will say it to you Okay, we can all have an opinion on Judd Fabian or for that matter, anybody else. Scouts know more than me. Scouts know more than you. And as I've said many times in this program, too, scouts have been wrong. That's I mean, that's that's all that they do. And yet we all know there are times they don't get it right. But obviously, and, and I can also tell you this. There were at least three teams that I spoke to before the draft last year that had Judd Fabian rated second round or higher. So for whatever that's worth, it may not be the same this time around. William says, do you think the Rangers can force a seventh game without Sidney Crosby in the lineup? They have not played well, uh, William, in, in Pittsburgh at all. And the, the surprising thing about the Rangers, in my opinion, has been the, uh, the goaltending. It just has not, you know, been all that good. But once again, a new game, we'll see. I just think it's tough to come back from 3-1 down, and I don't think that they are going to, uh, to do that. All right, we got some, we got about, what, uh, seven, eight minutes left. You want to get a call in, you can. 392-8255, and email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Daniel, uh, it's a good email. He says, Steve, I'm a Gator baseball fan. I listen to your show and rarely call in, but I have to ask this question. Why all the venom when it comes to Judd Fabian? He's a good player. I get it. You know, maybe he wasn't uh, drafted as highly as some people thought, but there seems to be negativity towards Judd Fabian. I don't understand that, do you? No, I don't. I don't at all. But I guess it's just because, Daniel, of what people thought, for whatever, you know, right, wrong, good, bad, people thought he would do, and then when he didn't live up to the hype or whatever that is, that, you know, some people are down on him. And that's that's life in the big city right i don't care if you're playing college if you're playing on the pros if people have a certain mindset toward you and you don't live up to that well then that's what you have to face that's just how it is um one of the things i wanted to throw at you uh before gator baseball played 
this weekend just in the SEC, just in SEC games. Uh, <clears throat> Tennessee is the overall leader. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, an overall hitting. I'm sorry. They hit 306. Believe it or not, Florida, even with its recent upsurge, is next to last in the SEC in hitting at 275. Missouri actually hits 285 in all games. In earned run average, Missouri is dead last in the SEC, but not by much. 5.56. Florida is at 4.29. And Florida is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5th in the league. Okay? And then again, in all games, if you look at some of the statistics, Florida's right there. But when you go to uh, only SEC play, um, a little bit different. Florida is one of the best teams in the country in fielding. And that's, again, a Kevin O'Sullivan staple. Most of his teams are really, really superior fielding teams. So this is going to be an important series. There's no question that, you know, Florida's trying to get to a regional, see what can happen here, and the hope is uh, that they will do that. And Missouri, likewise, is fighting to make the SEC tournament. And that that sweep last weekend for Florida really, really uh, helped the Gator case quite a bit. Now, when you look at this upcoming series, what's the reality here for Florida? Do you think you can sweep? Sure you do. I mean, I mean they're struggling, right? So you have to look at, you know, this and think, can we sweep? But I would tell you, you've got to take two here. In SEC games only, Florida has the worst batting average in the league. At 242, Missouri hits 264. In league games only, Missouri has the worst ERA, 7.14 in league games. Florida is at 5.76. And believe it or not, Auburn, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Georgia are below Florida. Uh, You know, so again, right now, I don't look at all games. I look at league games. That is where the pedal is going to get to the metal here, and we'll see what happens. Florida certainly is better. No question about that. But now, and, and Florida still, as a pitching staff, has, and it's funny, This pitching staff and Missouri are the two pitching staffs that have struck out the fewest hitters in league play. Missouri has struck out 184, and Florida has struck out 199. Sometimes numbers mean a lot. Sometimes they don't, but that is what is there right now. All right, last couple of minutes here, 392-8255. And uh, if you want to get a quick call, and you can, and I saved. Uh, two emails uh, for the end here. Let me get to them. Uh, Daniel says uh, he asked what I thought Florida would do. I think taking two out of three is what Florida's going to do. Could they sweep? Yes. I 
Missouri has a lot of fight left in it, but I'm wondering what happens if Florida takes the opening game. And then depending on what happens after that, it's down to five league games. What fight does Missouri have left? I think tonight's game, Daniel, is really, really key, especially for Missouri, because I think if they lose this, depending on what else happens within the league, you know, maybe they won't make the SEC tournament, then, you know, what do you have to play for? I think that's going to be pretty darn important. And Bill, our final emailer, uh, he said, Steve, when you talk about uh, uh, athletes that didn't make good broadcasters on Monday, would you give us a couple of examples uh, that you think? Sure. I'd be glad to do that. Um, And a couple actually come to mind, but I won't spoil that, and I won't do that until uh, Monday. But, yeah, we'll do that. And don't forget, on Tuesday's show, if all goes right, uh, Chris Doring is going to be in the studio, uh, I think, at about 12.30. But he'll stay for the rest of the time. And uh, he will take your questions, calls, and comments about college football, SEC football, et cetera. So uh, we look forward to having CD here. And uh, we close from Columbia with uh, a reminder about Gators softball. They'll take on Arkansas uh, if the games before – are okay and all that we'll have coverage of that beginning at 5 15 and then we will have uh, gator baseball following that so that is what is uh going on as far as that is concerned jason has produced our broadcast today we thank him for doing that we thank you for taking time out of your busy day to call and uh, participate especially on a day when there is you know not a lot really going on and and the winner of the most disappointing gator football coach was dan mullen by a landslide you know will muschamp got some votes jim McElwain got some votes but without question the winner is dan mullen good bad wrong right and most because in saying that said the word disappointing they didn't say the worst they said the most disappointing And if you look at it that way, I kind of understand it. I kind of see that. That's our show for today from Columbia. Enjoy your weekend. And you're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. We'll talk to you on Monday and then during Gator Baseball this weekend. So long, everybody. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM. It is one of the top five most important purchases you're going to make in your entire life. International Diamond Center's Ryan McKellen talking about your engagement ring. We take the time to make sure that you have that peace of mind in that purchase. At IDC, peace of mind starts with a hand-picked certified diamond that is cut for maximum brilliance. And when I put my diamond up against a diamond that you can find almost any other retail location, we're going to end up beating the company.
competition because our product stands out to the eye of the beholder. It sparkles more, it jumps off the ring, and just outperforms. And to showcase that diamond, IDC has rings from premier designers like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and many more. IDC carries brands that other stores are not even allowed to carry. And then you get the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry, backed by a family who stands behind every purchase for life. Our integrity is paramount. We take care of your ring for life. We invite you in as an extension of our family. But you always know that you're getting top quality products. So that peace of mind that the customer gets is unbelievable. International Diamond Center for that once-in-a-lifetime purchase at Celebration Point. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Sometimes a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Hey, sports fans, spring sports season is here. Basketball, baseball, softball, track and field, and the spring football game. Boy, am I excited. Well, now is the time to prune your trees and start preparing for those nasty summer storms. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Daughtry Tree Service today for your free evaluation. 352-472-2465. That's 352-472-2465. Or check us out online at Daughtry Tree Service. We believe a job worth doing is worth doing right. Baseball is back, and Odyssey's stepping up to the plate. Game analysis, reactions, and recaps, Odyssey's got them all. Tips to help you make better bets. We've got them with the BetQL Network. Official MLB podcasts for every single team. Got them. Plus daily coverage from Locked On MLB and a lot more. Get everything you need for baseball season with the biggest in baseball broadcasting on the Odyssey app. Listen at home, at work, or on the go. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. What is the ideal entertainment situation? The thrills of cinema mixed with all the comforts of home. Perfection that you can now own. Love Sack Sectionals with Steltech. We're talking about the drama of Dolby Digital Surround Sound by Harman Kardon and the convenience of wireless charging, all seamlessly embedded inside the endlessly adaptable and infinitely cozy couches. Love Sack. 
sac.com sectionals the world's most adaptable couch now with love sack stealth tech it's a beautiful day for a ball game her baseball to be played it was signed by babe ruth who is she what the sultan of swat the king of crash the colossus of cloud Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck. Our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in nine inning doubles in the month of August. On Deck, presented by the International Diamond Center with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell. Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.